What's up, people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. What is up? What is up? So I'm super excited because I am recording three episodes on a topic that is close to my heart um, and probably close to a lot of people's hearts. We all need it. We all use it. We're all trying to acquire it. And some people are trying to act like they don't need it. What is it? It's money. Skrilla. Dough. (laughs) The dollar, the pound. The euro, wherever you are, wherever you're from and whatever you call it, it's money, right? And we all need it. I don't understand how some people try to act like they don't need it and like it's not important. Well, you know what? That's a lie. I do understand because I used to be a person who never really took money too, too seriously. Got it, lost it, got it, lost it. And now it's a case of loving it because understanding the tool that it is and ever growing in that because you can always grow, 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 grow your mentality, your mindset, your thought patterns around money. And so I'm recording this three-part series on um, money and money mindset and it is going to be based upon a book that's been close to my heart that I've delved into it. I read money mindset books, I read books about abundance and prosperity. Why? Because in my faith, as a believer of Jesus Christ, I believe that he lacks nothing. And if I'm called to be like him in this world, it means that I lack nothing. Now, what does that really mean? Abundance, baby. It means that there is abundance all around us. And the lessons and the teachings um, that I have acquired, especially in the Bible, but in a lot of books, you know, it's always likened to money because as human beings, this is how we can measure right? This is how we get figures and stuff together. And and because we can be quite materialistic people, it's something that you, you know, a lot of people have to work on. Um, we understand the, 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 well, we get a brief understanding of money. So that is, um, it's really, really fun to me to find these discoveries because they have taught me about other areas. I'm talking like self-care, you know, the quantity of which I listen and speak or other people do. And you can find a lot, uh, you can find a lot about other people um, by how they process money. It is incredible. And that's why I enjoy it. That's why I love it. And it's also such a blessing, right? We all get to bless others with money. I don't know about you, but as I've grown my business, as I have um, attained more financial um blessings, I've been able to bless others more. I've been able to give more. I've been able to help communities and um, become a a philanthropist in areas. I've been able to invest in myself, invest in my business, invest in my home, invest in my marriage, invest in my family. Like there's so many different things, um, being able to understand that journey of 
money and finances and all of that jazz. Um, and so I'm going to be getting into this three part series and there is so much more that we do inside I Empower Creatives in on this topic. Um, we get, a, we have a lot of people in our community that benefit from the information that is being put out within the community and that have a lot of questions and loads of different things coming up. But here are some areas that you just get to deep down with me. Okay. So this episode is really going to be uh, based upon your money blueprint, our money blueprint. What is the money blueprint? So a lot of these concepts are taken from the secrets of the millionaire mind written by T. Half Eker. Okay. Um, And it is a fantastic book. I absolutely, um, you know, advise you reading it. If money mindset is something that is of interest to you, or you're just, you're just getting in for, you know, from an introduction perspective, or even if you know about money and you know how to acquire it and you know how to look after it, shaping up and going over the basics is so good. Um, I have read books before that are laid out similar to this book, um, but I will just keep going over it and keep going over it because when does learning really end? Hello. Okay. And sometimes you will learn something. You will learn 10 things. You may learn 10 things here, but only two of them really stick out for you because that's the season you're in. But hey, next week, next month, next year, that could be, you know, absolute change. It could be another two things, right? So there's nothing wrong with rereading and going back over stuff. So money blueprint. Now from, you know, our young, young years, uh, we come across money. We interact with it. We have our families and our parents and and our siblings, if you've got older siblings, um, who teach us about money and teach us about things. This is why we are the way that we are. You know, you may have similarities to a parent and so forth. And that very, very fact um, that you have those things shows you being a product of your environment, being who you're around. We learn from what we see, okay? What we see and what we experience. And so within your money blueprint, did you know that you have a setting in your brain? You have a money limit setting. Now, you may be thinking, Danielle, what are you talking about? I don't have no money limit setting. I'm, I'm out here. I'm making pee. I'm getting this. I'm da 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 da. Or you might be thinking, no, honey, I've got this all together. I am making money. That's totally fine. You know, if this, if this part ain't for you, that's cool. But let's just go a bit deeper into this. So you might be a person who has acquired money, right? Let's say that, you know, you've made 30,000 30, in a year, 40,000 in a year, and you have wanted to make more money. But every single time you get to this certain point, you're always roughly around the same mark. Each year is the same mark or each month is the same mark. Generally, that is because your money setting is it's set to that amount. OK, there is a way to undo that. We are going to unpack this. OK, so it's, it's important though to understand that that happens. You can acquire a certain amount of money per year. So when I was um, coming up, especially as a dancer, um, and I don't believe that it is in relation to your craft, I think you can make any amount of money with whatever it is that you're doing. But each year I made around the same amount of money. And I found that when I stepped into doing the money mindset work, 
it began to go up. And every single year since, it has got more and more and more and more. Okay. So I'm speaking from experience and I'm sharing with you the parts of this that I feel are very, very powerful. And the parts that I feel have really worked for me, even though there is so much to it, I've taken out the top parts um, that I can relate to and that I have used and overcome so that you know I'm talking from experience. Okay. So we have a money limit um, setting, okay? And in order to break that and break through, we've got to do the work. We've got to do the money mindset work. We've got to understand why we think the way we think. We've got to understand where we got it from. Because a lot of the things that we've, um, that we experience and that we do uh, and our habits are learned experiences. That's reality. They are learned, okay? And the sooner you understand that you learn that is the sooner you can understand that you can unlearn that. Okay, okay. So understanding as well what we are aiming for. Financially, what's the aim? A lot of people um, that I have come across will, um, you know, I'm just trying to make money. I'm just I'm just going to get the money. I'm just going to get get money. I'm, I, I'm planning, I'm working to get money. Yeah, but how much do you want? Like how much money do you actually want, you know, to get, to earn, to create? How much? Because if we just throw ourselves out there, then we're not really being practical or detailed about what we want to get back. And it's important that we know, hey, this is, the, this, this is what, how much I want and this is what I want it for. I had a dear friend, or I have a dear friend, excuse me, who would always say, you've got to tell your money where to go. You've got to tell your money where to go. And it took me a while to actually understand what does that mean? The reason why that sometimes we can't, we can't identify where we want our money to go is because we are afraid to talk about money. We're afraid, like it's some person who's going to come and strangle you. I mean, it isn't. It can be an absolutely amazing tool. And when you think about your relationship with money, we hear these concepts all the time. Your relationship with money. What is your relationship with money? Now, if you turned around and said, or if I asked you, hey, what's your relationship with money like? If it was a person, if it was your spouse, if it was your best friend, if it was a friend, a sibling, what, how, would, how would it describe the relationship with you? How would it say that it's being treated by you? How would he or she say, if it was a person, how would, he, how would they describe that relationship, that relationship? When you start thinking about that, you're like, oh, damn, I don't pay any attention to it. Oh, it comes and I, and I, I give it away, straight away. Oh, uh, and it's all of these little things that come up. Now, don't get me wrong. You're not there to take the money, sleep in the bed with it. And all that. that is not what this is about. But this is about what we're paying attention to. If we understand what money is and the flow of it, it's going to help us to go to that next level with it and know how to pay attention and grow and multiply it. So if we want to go to the next level, we've got to pay attention. Now, in um, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, T. Harv Eka speaks about four different areas when it comes to going through that process. And I love these. The first one is awareness, building awareness around uh, what it is that you believe about money, right? And it's considering it, it says, from a specific emotional incident. So based upon what we just spoke about, that money, we learn how to treat money, 
we we've we've been uh, witnesses to our parents speak about money and people in our lives speak about money. Therefore, there are different levels of emotional incidences that we have walked through. And when we understand what those emotional incidences are, we can take authority, we can, you know, be responsible and be committed to making the changes. So um, awareness is building out that um, consideration of emotional, of that emotional incident. And so that's the first step in really uncovering and breaking down what your money blueprint is. Okay, so the second area is understanding. Okay, and when you understand something, you can change something. Or when you understand how things work, you can change the way they work, right? Um, And this is, you know, this can apply to everything or anything, should I say, in terms of your physical work, in terms of what it is that you want to do and how you want to change a habit, for instance. Let's take the money habit, right? Understanding how that specific emotional incident affected your finances. Going along that line. So I used to be really afraid um, about not having money, okay? And in that subconscious place, I'd go over and over, well, what if I, and what if it, and if it doesn't come, and I shouldn't spend. But then I'd be so afraid, (laughs) and it makes absolutely no sense, but this is what happens, that I would spend. I'd buy those things. I'd buy X amount of trainers or sneakers, depending on where you're at. I'd buy those things. I'd buy all of this stuff, okay? Because then if I bought the stuff, it's like, oh, my money's gone towards something. I still have it. But the reality is, is that I don't, and I'm not spending it on things that are going to better me. Not necessarily, right? Don't get me wrong. I've still got some good old sneakers in the back, right? But they are now bought out of reward rather than, hey, I'm going to go out there and buy the thing first. Okay. So understanding how emotional incidences uh, affect your finances. Uh, Another area has been um, the concepts, especially because of my faith and what some teachings have and things like that of, you know, um, money is the root of all evil. Right. And it's really, really interesting because Um, I do believe now that money will bring out of you who you are. If you haven't healed up those areas, if you haven't worked in those areas, it will literally bring out who you are. And so the more you grow as a person, your character, your heart, your mind, and as you grow that finance, you're going to be able to steward that well. And that's ultimately what we want to get to, okay? So the first that we spoke about was awareness, considering a specific emotional incident. And the second one was understanding how that incident affected your finance. Another one um, that I'm going to throw in for free is uh, the, the saying that money doesn't grow on trees, okay? It doesn't grow on trees. It's not something that just grows and you can go and pick it off of a branch and then blah, 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 blah. I don't know about you, but I got told that a lot, a lot, a lot over and over and over again. And so it builds in a scarcity mindset. Oh my gosh, it's going to run out. Oh my gosh, because it doesn't grow. It means that there's, if there's only a limited amount. So therefore, when you step into opportunity, you're kind of like, if I take this money, somebody else is losing out. Or I better hold on to this money and hoard it. Hoard it and hold it down because I may never get any more again. You know, and sometimes these things are so subtle. 
so subtle. It requires you to really dig deep. And if you are in a place where you're like, I'm not moving forward from here. I, 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 I keep making the same amount of money. I want to level that up. I, I want to invest in something. I want to invest in myself. I want to buy my family or this or my mom a house or whatever. You know, you want to grow those finances. You've got to dig deep into these areas to understand what it is that you really believe. The third part that T. Half speaks about is dissociation. Okay, dissociation. So you see the effect that that incident has on you and you make a choice. Now, people underestimate the power of choice. Oh my goodness. Choice is a blessing and um, a gift. Now, don't get me wrong. There, There's a lot of choice out there nowadays, right? And it's all over the place. And then it's like, how do you make the right choices? How do you step into the right opportunities? And that's a whole other conversation that we get into another time. But we make a choice to no longer partner with this belief system, right? I'm no longer partnering with that money doesn't grow on trees. One, I mean, before our money was plastic here in the UK, it was this case of like money's paper. So yes, it does. But um, I'm no longer partnering with that because that in partnering with that, um, that saying, I am partnering with scarcity. And as far as I'm concerned, my God said there is no lack. So I need to process from that way, right? Abundance. It is all around me. And so therefore I'm going to dissociate myself from that. And one of the biggest things that I do in that process is to forgive, to forgive those who aided in that belief system, to forgive what they thought and to forgive how they put that on me, just to forgive and bless and release them. And then to take on truth. What is the truth about this situation? situation. There is more than enough. There is enough. There is enough. If we check it, birds don't worry about what they're going to eat. Flowers don't worry about whether they're going to bloom. You know, like those things, the grass grows, you know, it grows. It's a natural part of life. It's a natural part of nature. So therefore the natural part is for me to be abundant too. It's that's I'm part of this 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 nature world, right? I, like so, I have to be abundant too, and so I'm gonna process from that place. Everything else that goes against that truth is learned, and I need to disassociate myself. The fourth part that he talks about is declaration, and I'm just gonna you know, just go from um, my perception of this, because I'm taught that we are to make a vision or make a vision, write it down and make it plain, write down your vision and make it plain, clear. And if you haven't, or you don't know about our um, vision intensive and our, um, you know, our vision glow up, you're going to want to know about that because it helps to make your vision plain, make it clear, get it down on paper, break it apart, see where it goes, expand it. There's so much possibility. And so when I am um, in a position uh, of my vision and uh, of my finances, I'm going to make declarations in alignment with that truth. I lack nothing. There is more than enough for me. There is money is coming to me all the time. I have so much money that I need to give it away and it can be given away in gifts. In, in stuff, in, in whatever it is, it's spending that little bit, that little bit. Here's a, here's a beautiful, um, a beautiful thing that happened to me one week, right? I went to the supermarket and here's the truth. I went to the supermarket 
um, to um, be able to, I parked in the supermarket to be able to go to the dentist, right? But when you go to the supermarket, you have to spend a certain amount of money in order to be able to park there. Now, I was under the amount of um, hours it, that, you know, to have to pay or buy something in the supermarket. But I went in there anyway. And I bought some flowers, okay? I bought flowers for my mother. And here's the thing. A lot of people think that um, you have nothing to give. People can think that, oh, I've got nothing to give or I haven't got money to spend on that. I mean, the very fact that you're saying it is the reason why you don't have it, okay? And so um, flowers, they were under £10, okay? They were under £10. And so I bought these flowers and I went to my mum's and I gave her the flowers and it, it lit her up and it made her feel happy and it made her feel, you know, appreciated and valuable and honoured and all of those things in the simplest of gifts of getting some flowers. Four days later, my husband walks in and he gives me flowers, right? This is the, the, the prime example of being able to give and, and, and get him back. Now that's a very small situation and somebody will be sitting there and not understanding and being like, yeah, but it's flowers, it's not money. Listen, it's abundance. It's abundance. And in order to be able to get, you have to give. You have to give. And it, this is a beautiful um, breakdown of another book um, that I'm reading and will be reading over and over again. And it is called The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity. And it's written by Catherine Ponder. I'm just looking to my side to make sure I've got the name right. Written by Catherine Ponder. And she talks about this concept of giving and receiving. I, I truly believe, and I would love to know your thoughts. I truly believe that you cannot give and not receive and you cannot receive and not give. It is, they are mutual exchanges. They, they are one in the same. So when you, you're thinking, I want to give, I, I, I want to receive, I want to receive, especially from a place of entitlement, honey, that's ugly. It's ugly and you ain't going to get it. You are always going to be living below yourself, underneath your pay grade, you know, in a position of lack. If you think that you can walk into a situation being entitled and being able to get and not give nothing, you are digging your own whole. So I am encouraging you today to look at what you can give. And it's interesting about the flowers. This happened just before I started reading the book. And, um, uh, Catherine in the book talks about a woman who was in this position and she says, I have nothing to give. I have nothing to give. And she was in a conversation with her minister and the minister said, look about you, look around you. What can you give? Sit down prayerfully and ask, what can I give? And as she sat there, she remembered her flowers in the garden and she goes to her garden and she cuts these flowers. She takes them all up and she uh, takes them to a sick neighbor who loves them and needed those at the moment. And, and a few hours later, she got a knock on the door and she received um, a small amount to be able to buy her children food. Totally read the book if 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 this is uh, resonating with you or if you want to know more about that. But it is this concept of giving, giving um, and in return, you do get they are one in the same simultaneously happening. And, and we have to understand that there is a programming. There's a programming that we have that causes us to react or respond or do the things that we do. Are you are you programmed to save money or are you programmed to spend money? Right. Are you programmed to manage money or are you programmed to mismanage money? There's a programming. And here's the best part. If you are programmed to do it you can be programmed to not do it. That is like such, such, such great news. 
Like literally, you can unlearn doing these things. You can unlearn like mismanaging money. How amazing is that? So you have choices. You have choices on on what you you do with your money. You have choices on where you put it. You have choices on how you give it. You have choices on where you invest it. You are not a victim of that. You're not a victim of, of your circumstance and of the money or not money and all that kind of stuff. You have a choice to step out in victory and make a declaration, make that vision and get it out there. Okay. So one of the concepts that T. Harv uses is the thermostat. What is your thermostat set to? in the room. You are the thermostat of your life. You can choose to turn that temperature up and you know what? I'm going to amplify that temperature and and build heat around my finances or you can turn it down and sit there freezing away and and not taking responsibility, believing that the situation is happening to you. Oh my gosh, the situation isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. But this is your choice. Again, you are uh, you are the thermostat. And I say this to my community all the time, T. Harv says it as well, that in order to change the fruits, you have to change the roots. So if you're trying to work out, or you want to understand, or better still, know that you get to understand your money blueprint. What is the setup of your life and how to make those significant changes in order to raise the bar on your finances, in order to be able to give good gifts, in order to be able to invest in yourself. It starts with up here and understanding what is it that we're governed by? What is it that has influenced you? So as T. Harv says, awareness, understanding, disassociation and declaration. Those four areas he speaks about in his book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I definitely encourage you to purchase and have a read of it. And even more still, if money mindset is something that you want to develop, you want to get into this community, the I Empower Creatives. We have some money mindset work workbooks, mini courses within our membership. But also we have something really, really special coming up. So do pay attention on the third episode of this uh, series that we are doing on Money Mindset. I'm going to be sharing with you what is coming next and how you can work, um, you know, work on your own self, Money Mindset, in order to develop and grow your finances. It starts with you and know that you are amazing. You have got this. You can do this. Listen, there is no lack. You are abundant. God bless you. Speak soon. Thank you for listening to the Creative Superhero Podcast, which is sponsored by I Empower Creatives, a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully. I'll see you on the next episode.